And there's a, a um, new book called The Two-Parent Privilege, which is getting a lot of attention, and deservedly so, I think, because it makes a very important point, and one that a lot of you might consider is sort of almost obvious, that kids that come from two-parent homes do better, do better economically, do better socially, do better emotionally. What's interesting about it is Melissa Kearney, who is a professor of economics at the University of Maryland, put this together and did so from a data-based point of view. And I believe Melissa herself does not identify as a hardcore conservative or anything of the like. She just did it from a data point of view. And a lot of people are weighing in on the book. We wanted her to come on and join us, and she's on the other end of our line. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Thank you for coming on with us. Thanks for having me. So am I correct in saying, I've only read the accounts of you, we've not met before, that you're sort of described as a moderate or or maybe even left-leaning. You're certainly not coming at this from a Fox News point of view, shall we say? That's right. I come at this as a social scientist and more to the point, an economist who's been studying U.S. inequality and social mobility in the economics of families for over two decades. So what have you found with all this, the data and the studies? What are, what, are the, what are the bullet point highlights from two-parent homes versus not? So it's long been documented across dozens of studies, mostly buried in academic journals, that kids from two-parent homes do better in a whole host of ways. You know, they're less likely to have behavioral problems. They're more likely to excel in school. And this is true even accounting for differences in the kinds of people who are married. So we know higher educated, higher income people are more likely to be married. But even accounting for that, we see that, you know, kids from two parent homes do better. The big sort of data story that I'm telling in this book is how there's now been a divide in family structure in the U.S such that kids born to college-educated parents are still almost always living in two-parent married-parent homes, but outside the college-educated class, now there's been a huge decrease. Only 60% of kids live in married-parent homes, and this is contributing to inequality and really undermining mobility. And so that's the data story I'm I'm telling in the book. So I'm not sure if this is your intent or not, but your book has kind of become a hot potato that is being used or criticized depending on people's political points of view. So, for example, I'm looking at a Wall Street Journal article uh, by Jason Riley, uh, who celebrates your book uh, and the fact that it comes to these conclusions and makes the point that this this undermines a lot of uh, a lot of liberal uh, kind of uh, uh, ideology that uh, the American family, the, t- the nuclear family is an old-fashioned, archaic, archaic uh, thing that doesn't apply anymore, that it's better to have a village-raised families, that uh, fathers are overrated and all the rest of this stuff, and, and, and celebrates what's your point of view. And then I'm reading a piece on CNN.com, where um, there is someone who's basically saying, well, yeah, we understand the book and everything, but, um, you know, the problem is that not everybody has access to two parents, and, uh, and conservatives have created a world where people don't make enough money, uh, and the, 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 so they don't want to get married because uh, the, we, the jobs created by conservatives are bad. And so they're, they're, they're kind of throwing you like a football back and forth yeah. to kind of make a point. What, what do you think about either side's argument? So, 
So I, you know, I tried so hard when I wrote the book not to point fingers, but it's very clear in the book that if we're going to do this in a political ideology way, which I was hoping that we could rise above, but that, you know, that hope. Yeah, good luck with that in America. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But um, look, there's something that each side has been right and wrong about, right? So, So the conservatives have picked this up because fundamentally the data show that their emphasis on the two parent family is correct. I mean, you just really can't deny it in the data that kids from one parent homes are at a major disadvantage and the decline in two parent homes, again, especially outside the college educated class has contributed to undermining economic security, exacerbating the struggles of kids and widening inequality. But the other side is right, that we should be doing much more to support families. And it's not helpful or productive or useful to just say, hey, more people need to get married. There's a lot of real reasons why people aren't getting married. We have you know, a lot of men, again, mostly outside the college-educated class, who are, are not stably employed, their earnings have been eroded, they're in and out of criminal justice engagement. Right. I understand. There's, there's I, a lot of. Problems. I understand that, and I'm reading this CNN column that says, uh, yeah. uh, you know, it takes this opposite angle, and it says the problem is that decades of largely conservative policymaking, because yeah. of course they got to take a yeah. shot, have fueled inequality, gutted the working class, left a generation yeah. of men isolated and underemployed and unmoored, impoverished families, and made it harder for women to both control their own fertility and find suitable partners. And that may all be true, but I say to that, no one is forcing you to have a child under those conditions. That may be reasons why people are getting married later, but your book is about children and how children thrive in which home, with with two parents or not. You do not have to have children simply because, well, look, I can't get married because I don't have enough money, but I'm going to continue to have sex. You know, so, so the problem is still... Bringing children into the world when you don't have a stable environment for the child to grow up in. And I think looking at this, this is a mistake a lot of these people make. They're looking at it from the adult point of view instead of from the child's point of view. Look, I'm I'm much more empathetic to parents who find themselves in these positions because I love being a mom. And if, you know, I wouldn't want to have to forego being a mom either if, if I didn't have a partner that was a reliable, stable partner. And so, again, I think the way to make progress here is not to not to blame the Republicans, not to blame the liberals, not to blame the parents who find themselves in this position, but just to say kids are being done a great disservice. Yep. Too many kids in this country, more than any other country in the world, okay, 30% of kids in this country are growing up outside a two-parent home. And all of us owe children more than that. Is that and really, so, uh, is that really uh, different than the rest of the world? Or do you, where oh, is- yes, yes. The average in, like, so the average in the world, so we have, the Pew Research Survey Center did a, did a survey of 130 countries. In the U.S., by their methodology, 23% of kids live in a one-parent home. Okay, in, in, When I use this latest census data, it's 20% of kids live with an unpartnered mother and another 5% live with an unpartnered father and another 5% live with no parent. Okay? Right, like grandparents. Around the world, yeah. The so that gets 30 is, What's it around yeah, the world? So the average outside the world is 7%. Even in wow. Europe, everyone oh, thinks is wow. much more, you know, liberal on these kinds of things. And us in Europe, it's 13%. Wow. So it's, yeah, this is U.S. exceptionalism that we should not be proud of. Wow. Well, this and more in the book, uh, The Two-Parent Privilege. Melissa Kearney is the author of it. Thank you for coming on with us. I know you had a little family 
mini crisis there for a minute there, but uh, I hope everything's okay, and we appreciate you making time to talk to us. Thanks so much for having me. All right, best of luck with the book. The two-parent privilege, Rita, it's very interesting. I had no idea that that was a statistic with the rest of the world. Very interesting. Back with more right after this.